Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the HJ Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon. Show. We have some cracking studio guessing, so many, in fact, that. We sadly can't fit them all into this no. bite-sized chunk of the well, show, but we'll give you a flavour. Uh, we were joined by uh, the Ipswich great, spent 10 years at the club, probably more. Mick Lambert was the uh, mm. uh, substitute in the cup final win over Arsenal 1978, and... Uh, he lost his medal. Well, it was stolen, or so he thought. You'll hear the story. Yeah, you'll hear also about, did he or did he not have a sausage factory? Yeah, in Southwold. <laughs> That's very key. Don't touch that dial. <laughs> um, also, uh, we spoke to the uh, temporary... Oh, no, no, we're not doing that. Oh, the no, temporary... Okay. I told you, there's not enough room to fit it in, unfortunately. Oh, um, I know, it's one of those sorts of days. The uh, temporary PA announcer at Filed Football Club, who got Bart Simpson. Yeah. Uh, to glorious effect. Uh, you'll hear that. Uh, we had a bit of a conversation as well. Yeah. So here it all is. Good afternoon, Paul. Congratulations. Uh, it was nothing to do with me. Well. I was just there watching it. No, your team. They played very, very well. It was, uh, yeah, very good yeah. Uh, second half. It was a very odd first half because they just couldn't get the grips with it. And uh, but the way they reacted, the way the coaching staff reacted and the way mm. the players did, as we were saying them, Christian Eriksen was playing like Jermaine Defoe on the shoulder of the last defender. Yeah, it was a bit odd. The first, both teams lacked a, a centre forward in the yeah. first half. I thought Dortmund were pretty ordinary though. Second half, I thought they were terribly average. At the moment, you first do, half, you do. Well, yeah, but even then, you know, you think you're top of the Bundesliga. No wonder they want half our young players. I'm yeah. didn't, I didn't particularly rate them, but there you go. I mean, they were missing a few yeah. players, but so, you know, so were Tottenham, of course. Yeah, so were Tottenham. Say, yeah, yeah. But uh, UEFA president uh, Seferin, Cheferin rather, yeah. he, he really does look like Tom Watt. I bet there's somebody shouting. Lofty, at him. good to see you back in East Oi Lofty, Oi yeah. Lofty, which is of course he wouldn't understand that, would he? No, not or maybe really. he would. I don't no, know. I don't think he would. And uh, a brilliant run by Son and a, a great cross, you know, um, yeah. from uh, what's it, Vertonghen. But he was a full turn and sprint, you know, and uh, he beat Zagadou. And of course, I was thinking about Zagadou. I don't know what fan song the fans sing for him. Yeah, that, they don't. Funny enough, I was listening out for that one from the. Uh, <laughs> From the uh, fans, the Dortmund fans. They, I, I don't think I've ever seen, in all the years mm. I've watched football, I don't, I've ever seen such a turnaround in fortunes. This does happen to players uh, as much as Musa Sissoko. Oh, it yeah. is unbelievable. The, the same runs mm. he makes now are the same runs. A, he wouldn't make at all because he was petrified of losing it. And when he did, he just run into opposition players. It's confidence. It's all about yeah. confidence. You know, he was always a decent player against top four teams. He always yeah. had something. Fr France picked him. It's about confidence. It's about having a manager that will get you 
best out of your players. It's about having a manager who make adjustments at half time. You know, if if it was me, I think Klopp will probably win manager of the year if Liverpool go on to win the title. But I'd vote for Poch. I yeah. mean, pound for pound, he's the best yeah. manager well, in I, Europe. Uh, going back from the game last night, listening to the, the mm. sports bar, Jason was saying that, and he's, I think he's absolutely right. Yeah, it's very difficult too. to make a case for him not being pound for pound, possibly the best manager in Europe at the moment, considering the resources he has to work with and where he's got them to. And there was another, uh, just when the third goal went, there was another phone call from Manchester. I was telling you yesterday. Yeah, right? yeah. Hello, Daniel. Edward would hear again. How much? <laughs> we could build a new stand for that. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Jason was getting a bit of clog last night, um, saying, you know, if he was Manchester United, he would be going after him. But that's obvious. <coughs> yeah, but Realistic he's, you know, Tottenham. Be, he's complete, Jason's completely looking at it through a Chelsea prism. He just can't wait for Poch to leave. No, but I, don't, I, you know, I, I think there was a bit of mischief in there. But yeah, he's right, though. I mean, you'd yeah. be, and I think a Tottenham fan did phone the boys up and say, look, you know, I'm not bearing my head in the sand. When you do as good a job as that yeah, with, with those resources, you're going to be in demand. It's completely up to the chairman. If, if and yeah. Well, it's two things. They've got to back him yep. by, by, by improving the squad. And he's got to feel he can win something. And if if it was to go on and, you know, that didn't happen, then, you know, but I don't think that will happen. I think he will stay for a bit. But I think obviously... I think that doing something, I think he realises that doing something very special at Tottenham would have a, an extra special kudos. I've, I've, I mean, there's been great Tottenham managers in the past, but in recent memory, you have to go back really beyond Birkenshaw mm. to, to Bill Nicholson, which the, is a very The problem is ago. that taking that next step, you know, I mean, Spurs this season have been... You know, they were sublime in the second half last night, but they grinded it out in certain games. In other games, they haven't been that great. And no. because they suffer from, you know, tiredness, because they haven't got a big squad and all that. So if it, it becomes difficult for them to win something. You know, it is. I it mean, does. look, they could win the Champions League. They could win the league, but you feel it's unlikely. You well, know, I've said to you before, realistically, the template shouldn't be PSG or Manchester City because we're not mm. in that world. But the template can and should be Liverpool. As we've said, the way they mm. buy, the wages they pay, yeah. the, the amount they're prepared then, to then spend on stay, players. But then I think... Other than that, you know, then he's going to look at it eventually. He will look at it eventually. He'll be tempted. But, you know, not in the near future. And while he's there, you know, the future looks great for Spurs. I was thinking, though, never mind Declan Rice. Why didn't Thomas Delaney play for Ireland? uh, He's Danish. (laughs) Might be worth a phone call. It's too late now. He's Danish. Jack Charlton would have snapped him up. Has he played in a competitive fixture (laughs) for Denmark? I think he probably has. Played in the World Cup, I think. Yeah, well, that that probably do it then. (laughs) That would be a hell of a loophole if he's played in the World Cup. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, you can't get around that one. Um... Yeah, that was it, really. I mean, from last night's game, but it was. Uh, I watched a bit. Um, Madrid were lucky as well. Very fortunate. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Paul Hawksby, Annie Jacobs here on Talk Sport. Now, there could be nothing worse, of course, really, than someone breaking into your house and taking. Lots of uh, items of sentimental value. And yeah, sadly, that happened to a uh, Ipswich legend. A uh, number of items went missing. Uh, among them, he feared, was his prized FA Cup winner's medal. It was Mick Lambert, of course, who uh, spent 11 years or so at Ipswich. And he joins us now. Hi, Mick. Hiya. Yeah, so look, a, a horrible story initially. Have you you guys, beat you and your wife being burgled, which is terrible. But you thought the medal had gone, didn't you? Yes, well, I mean, the medal was in its own box in in the uh, drawer next to the bed. And when we came back, every jewellery box and the medal box was laying open on top of the bed. Wow. And uh, there's no sign of any anything at all. And um, a couple of three days ago, we, we actually 
had to pull the bed out because she'd bought herself a new light, light and the switches are behind the bed. Mm. And that takes two of you to move it because it's that heavy. And uh, we pulled it back. <laughs> and and then she, I went downstairs and she pushed it from the other side a little bit. And there she, the metal's underneath the bed. Oh. Now, how the hell that's got there, I can't imagine. You think in oh. the, in probably in the act of them sort of quickly ransacking the place, that's flown out and, and they've not realised it's there? Well, <laughs> that's almost impossible. I mean, that's almost as though it's fallen and they've kicked it under. I don't wow. know. I that's, that's fate for you, isn't it? It's good. It's, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the gods are on I your mean, side. Your two reactions must have been so contrasting. First, when you realised it had gone, you must have thought, oh, God. This yeah, but well, my first reaction was everybody's going to think I'm a fraud. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and then when you found it, equally you must have been so happy. Yeah, you're a sort of a mixture of embarrassment and and uh, being chuffed a bit that you've got it back. Yeah, but because the wife's jewellery hasn't been, but um, there may be more developments on that later today. But I don't know. Oh well, that's, we, we hope so anyway. I mean, uh, you take us back to that '78, uh, that '78 Cup final when you you'd spent. By that stage, probably about 10 years, nine, ten years at the club, and you came on as a uh, substitute, didn't you, for the goal scorer? Yes, yeah, that was, um, you know, that's sort of the icing on the cake, really. Mm. And, um, you know, I mean, Roger was out on his feet, mm. and I don't think David Geddes was exactly full of it after, because of the emotion of both of them, and that was a mm. very hot day. That's yes. a lot hotter than people ever say. That was sort of 90 degrees. <laughs> Really, it, it May. Yeah. and that was yeah, that was just one of those where it almost got rained off the day before. Wow, it was and, a sensational sight. I'm looking at a picture now, and you, it was a heck of a sight, wasn't it? Of course, managed by uh, Bobby Robson. I'm looking at Mick Mills and Brian Talbot. And, and in Paul those Mariner, days, the cup, the cup final was like the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. it, was, yeah. it, was, it was massive. I mean, however much people want to say, oh, the FA Cup still got magic. You can't compare a final in 1978 to a final now. No, because, I mean, it was virtually the only game other than internationals, I think. It was hardly a game of football on television them days. That's and, true. Uh, and, I mean, the cameras used to go in at breakfast and watch you eat breakfast, for God's sake. I mean, you wouldn't even dream of that now, would you? <laughs> Can you imagine? It's true, really. Yeah. allowing the cameras. It was always how they got there. It was the whole, even for That's us. Right. Like, was, yeah, the whole yeah. day was a, it was a whole day's entertainment. It was very no, special. Was, yeah, yeah. Never, it'll never be like that again. No, no, it can't be. Uh, well, your, na- Sorry, Mick, your name's on the medal. Was that something you did My afterwards? My wife put that on. Okay, right. Yeah, so, I mean, that was just, well, it's only for me, wasn't it? I mean, nobody else, uh, no. hopefully, till I get it. <laughs> well, it's good. I mean, I don't know whether, did you even look into the fact, would they replace the medal if if, it, if one was uh, lost? Well, all I know is that the local radio station, I think it will, so that might have been Anglia TV, went to an auctioneer and he said that um, that would only make 150 or whatever in gold, so what the heck were they bothering with it for with a name on? Um, but it was worth well over four figures for, you know, for selling on the side, but I mean, who would dare buy one with a name on? No, no. that's very true. That would have been, it wouldn't have been easy to right, fence. Anyway, so, it's so good you got now, it back. So um, they may have, they may have just sort of sod it and dropped it and didn't bother. Yeah, no, look, it's great that you found it. That's the most important thing. Now, <laughs> your Wikipedia uh, entry. Let's try and stand a couple of things up because one's fascinating. One's you know, fascinating because it's not right. Well, is this oh, the yeah. sausage factory in Southwold? 
don't know nothing about that one. Well, someone says someone says you bought a sausage factory in Southwark. That's, that's, that's not true, Mick, no? That's definitely not true. <laughs> you want to go there's back to sausage mix? There's a football ma- uh, team I've supposedly played for in South Africa. Yeah, Dion Highlands. Yeah, never heard of them. No. OK, well, that's bizarre, isn't it? Who but I, I didn't know. How, I d- well, I don't know. I work a computer, so I'm not much good. To, no, it's, it's, not, <laughs> that's not me putting it on. That's for sure. No, no. People do this all the time. We we'll get an Ipswich. But why yeah. would you randomly think? I tell you what. I'll go to Mick Lambert's page, and I'll, I'll tell you. Bought a sausage factory, and say, did you nearly buy one, Mick? Did <laughs> I've you never heard of that? Before. No, you never. <laughs> <laughs> now, but I, you're a decent cricket. You're on the ground staff at Lords. Is this? Yeah. I was, oh, I was, oh, that is true. Good. Yeah. Now I was on the ground staff at Lords, and I was a. Officially, twelfth man for uh, against the West Indies. Wow! Oh. And I didn't actually feel, but I, I, you know, we brought the drinks out. And the one thing I do remember the most is that I had to go into the West Indies dress room, and Muhammad Ali was there. Oh wow, that's so a brilliant story. I, I met him, so that was something, wasn't it? And our old friend David English from the Bumbers, he was on the ground staff at Lords at that time. I don't know if you came well, across him. Yeah, no, I think Ian Botham was on uh, one or two years after. Wow, oh, yeah. okay. Well, he, he mentioned the two coaches, and I don't. They were quite old then, so they must have been. You know, it must have been very close to that time. What was that? Was that the that was the kind of great windy side that you you found yourself uh, up against? Yeah, so. I think it was Wes Hall and Charlie uh, wow. Griffith. That early, Griffith, that's right. yeah. It's lucky you were only it's lucky you're only fielding. Yeah, very sobers because I actually. Um, I, I have fielded for Nottinghamshire, and he became the Nottinghamshire captain at the time. Wow. Mm. Well, look, Mick, it's been lovely to talk lovely to, to you. Lovely to you, And uh, it's a shame, really, because I was going to order um, a couple of pounds of uh, pork sausages. <laughs> yeah, I wish I'd right have got myself free <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for a few freebies. But anyway, all the best, Mick. We're glad you found the, the medal. Thanks for joining us. OK, cheers. Bye. Okay. Mick Lambert there, Ipswich legend. Um, Come on. Lost it, found it. That's the important thing. Great. It's great, isn't it? Mm. Happy ending. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. But that thing you say about clubs, when things are going wrong and it's your turn in the barrel, I mean, some of the stuff I've read in the past few days is absolute nonsense. It's not much different from the stuff you've been saying on here, though, is it? No, um, yes. I mean, but is it that like, old thing of you, like, you can have all, a go at your mum, but they yes, can't? Yes, an element of that. Of course, you're right. And uh, But, you know, Loftus-Cheek, for example, they're saying, oh, he's got to leave. He's not playing football. He played seven games in a row until he got injured. Mm. I hate that sort of lazy, you know, sort of knee-jerk, oh, yeah, that's right, he's got to leave because he's not getting a game. You think, well, why don't you look into it? He was getting a game. It's too easy, that sort of cheap, you know, and there's a, one bloke wrote off Pulisic. I mean, you know, that's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. he played, he didn't play brilliantly, but he didn't play badly no. either. He, had, he played just as well as Sancho in the second half, possibly better than him. Not in the first half, but, you know, don't write the bloke off after sort of 90 minutes of a pretty tricky game. I think you're a touch hypersensitive to well, your I get team. Sick of it. You do, well, we all are. We all sensitive yeah, no, to our are. team. I mean, don't worry, when I, when I get to, when I get to the ground, I get people haranguing me saying, why is, it, why is this one writing this and why is this one saying that? You it's know, nothing to do with you, is it? No, it's nothing to do with me. <laughs> I do like it. That's what I do like, though. And I lighten it. A reader's offer. I do love a lovely reader's I offer. I know you do, yeah. And today, I mean, the ultimate comfort trousers. So you can't beat the old uh, reader's offer trousers yeah. in four great colours. Uh, black, brown, navy or grey. Great, great colours. <laughs> not really a great orange, co- red for Cheltenham might have been nice. <laughs> well, how about four colours? That would be better. They're yeah, not yeah, great, yeah. are they? Whatsoever. And uh, they're, they're very smart. They're made to last. Each pair. Is... Well, you should get a pair of the brown ones for the game against <laughs> City, <laughs> uh, Wembley. I don't think so. <laughs> Each pair, yeah, not a bad idea. Actually. Yeah. Each pair is for sorry. Each pair is flawlessly <laughs> tailored yeah. from premium polyester. Oh, it's like I didn't even like, think that existed. It's like those briefcases that Del Boy was knocking out in old English vinyl, isn't it? I like the idea. That there's premium polyester and there's your normal yeah. polyester. That, you not know, that yeah. cheap polyester. It says every waist size from 32 to 52. You think, well, I'm a 31. What am I supposed to do? You're not a 31. It, are I you? am. Yeah. You're a 31 waist? Yes. You're not? I am. Yeah, really? Definitely, yeah, yeah. Do you wear your trousers quite low? <laughs> if you were Simon I've, Cowell, I've you'd, lost about you'd be a 50. I've lost Christmas. Have you really? Oh, yeah. Did you have a bet on something, did no, you? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I look slimmer. And, you uh, do look slimmer, I yeah. do look slimmer. Every You've year. lost that cannonball. <laughs> I am slightly. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Every leg length from 27 to 31. Once we've got What's your 32? leg length? Oh, about, oh, I'm about 29. I've got short legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Although they are your best features, you've often told us. <laughs> That's anyway. very true. Yeah. Do you anyway. want a bit of research news? Yes, I do. Oh, yes, good. Now, this uh, we we'll treat this as delicate as we can, but, uh, you mm. know, Valentine's Day of all days. Uh, this is uh, research that has been done uh, in the States mm. by Georgia State University in Atlanta. Having sex the night before a big match won't harm a sports person's performance, oh, yes, according to this. a new study. Well, there's so many mixed views of this, but yeah, yeah. go on, a new study, yeah. Scientists tested the theory on eight volunteers who were asked to, of course, uh, including filling in a form. I thought, what, during? <laughs> I'm guessing after. Yeah. To rate how good it was and then perform a series of physical exercises the following day. Hmm. It tested the theory amongst famous sportsmen, including Muhammad Ali and Linford Christie, who have stuck to the age-old theory... That sex weakens legs, which was a feeling in the world of sport. Yeah. Uh, they abstained sometimes for weeks ahead of a major sporting occasion. It said, while well, football managers, including Fabio Capello... Well, I don't know about weeks. That does seem a bit extreme. Um, uh, weren't keen. Uh, but the experiment said, uh, by Georgia State University, they found the ability of sports people was no better or worse the day afterwards. Uh, and so there we are. 
Hmm. I thought that might be good news for someone. It, may have a big, it might be great news for the Watford and QPR players. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, and uh, Arsenal are looking at three top directors of football. And uh, Monchi and Overmars. Those Paul Mitchell are looking at them as well. Mitchell as well, Tottenham, yeah. Yeah. Saying, why bother? I find using the owner's unqualified PA works just as well. Oh, really? oh nice little bit of satire. See, if the broadsheets had said that, you'd be up in arms. Stop having a go at it, you'd be saying. <laughs> And, um, a bit of sweet revenge for Brentford fans, wasn't it? So often happens that the manager goes back because he did leave Dean Smith in quite. So I don't blame him because he was a Villa man. I understand yeah, the attraction of the job. Why. Of course they were, but from the I know the Brentford fans were hurt, you know. But yeah. you always are, aren't you? If your manager leaves, well, I wouldn't be. I'm not if you're sorry, I'm mm. delighted. But that's not the point. It's uh, you know. So I, I was quite shocked when I saw that um, Preston had beaten Norwich. Mm. And uh, I, I yeah. think quite a lot of people were shocked because they seem to be using the manager's name quite a lot last <laughs> oh, night. Oh, yeah. Really, in, in reaction <laughs> to that <laughs> result. Really. And uh, Prince Philip uh, apparently won't be prosecuted for his accident, which is rather yeah. a pity, really, because I, I thought it was a good call for loophole of the Bailey. I'd like to see it could have been, yeah. It could have been one for him. Yeah. Uh, I've got some planning news. Would have an interesting remake of Porridge, wouldn't it? <laughs> Yeah, that's very yeah. I don't think that would happen. I'm sure not. Uh, where's this planning news? It was to do with racing. Uh, and an old football figure. Oh yeah, and I'm just of course I've got, I've got a lot of. You've got apparently the producer's he's, he's asking for requests. He said, "Ask Andy to do the Sarah oh, Cox story." God, What's the man, Sarah Cox story? <laughs> it says here in my notes on page two. I didn't even know. Page two of your notes. Didn't need yeah. to go to page two. What does it say? Sarah Cox didn't say she'd love to set up a business selling roast potatoes. <laughs> and here, I think it was a, the headline was something like a uh, Cox. Potatoes on sale or something. I don't know, but it wasn't as ca- it was more yeah. catchy than that. And then you read the whole article, and it, it started off saying that she wanted to do this. Yeah. And there were no quotes whatsoever. I think she'd made some joke about, well, if it doesn't work out for her, I'll sell roast potatoes. Okay. You know, so she yeah. wasn't really saying I'm going to s- set up a business selling roast potatoes. Yeah. I think she was just saying if my new show on Radio Two doesn't work out, and you wanted him to do that. Well, did you? you asked me to. I've you, done it. I mean, if, if of all, the, you're the producer, mate. <laughs> you shouldn't. That's what you wanted, was it? The last. Do you see that Britain are to get it their first yeah. saint of modern times? Is that right? Yes, it's. Um, I should tell you the bloke's bloke. The bloke's <laughs> name, yeah. That's a bit more gravitas, please. A bit more. Be a bit Cardinal. More. Is this? Is it? Yeah, Cardinal Newman. Cardinal Newman, which would allow it. you to say. Yes, because the Pope is a big fan of Seinfeld. Of course he is. He's in, Hello, Newman. Yeah. Bonastias <laughs> Newman, he'd get the opportunity to say that, wouldn't he? I'd, I've now found. Yeah. Oh, I've now found and then lost again. The uh, the one about the uh, oh yeah, where is it? <laughs> oh yeah, you've Here lost it. it. You found it. It's you planning it. news. You love planners. Is Sarah Cox planners, involved. No, she's not. Has she got a sausage factory? Planners yesterday gave their approval to Sarah Cox's new roast potato shop. No. Oh yeah, <laughs> planners yesterday gave their ap- approval for a, uh, a new f- stables at a farm owned by former Southampton Football Club chairman Rupert Lowe. Oh okay. I know, you just like a bit of planning Have you got news. anything else to add to that? Not really. I just thought you, you like planning news. I, I like to bring you planning, planning news. news. A- now, we did talk earlier on to Mick Lambert of Ipswich, who uh, his Wikipedia page says uh, he once owned a... He, he bought a sausage factory in Southwold. Not true. No. Nico, if you're breaking news... Sadly not. That's not true. But um, a little piece in the paper yesterday talking about Johnny May, of course, England hero at the weekend. Mm. And uh, I'm not quite sure whether someone's taken to uh, Johnny's wiki page and made stuff up or whether this is true. I'm guessing Why is he it's true. The sausage factory? No. Johnny May was once invited to North Korea by madcap di- dictator Kim Jong-un. Oh, no, this is true. I yeah. read this. He was a secondary school pole vault champion. He owned a pet lizard, played football in the garden with Ed Sheeran, 
and had an obsession with Harry Potter colouring books when he had a knee injury and likes axe throwing in his garden. <laughs> it just sounds like someone's <laughs> gone mad on Wikipedia, doesn't it? But apparently it's all true. It's true. What about that? I'm always fascinated. Now, the sausage factory in South Walden, he won't be going into the <laughs> business of selling... <laughs> Roast potato. No, you won't. I'm fascinated by match reports. I don't know how many people actually read and analyse match reports. I find now that... Depends if you've won or lost, doesn't it? Yeah, I suppose if you've won, you want to. And and, and, and there's a start. They all do it. Everybody writes match reports, you know, for the tabloids especially, do this sort of thing. But they'll they'll pick a sort of of something about a player and then try and weave it in. So here's one from this morning, from the Spurs game last night. A word for Harry Winks, too. The locals in his hometown of Hemel Hempstead finally have something else to talk about other than their infamous magic roundabout. Winks directed traffic, making Dortmund's midfield pair of Axel Witzel and Thomas Delaney run round in circles. Nice. It's marvellous. We get the idea with that. get the idea there. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hawksby and Jacobs here on Talk Sport. You probably will be familiar with the prank phone calls of Bart Simpson to Moe of Moe's Tavern in The Simpsons. If not, this is a a prime example. Hey, just a sec, I'll check. Uh, Amanda Hug and Kiss? Hey, I'm looking for Amanda Hug and Kiss. Uh, Why can't I find Amanda Hug and Kiss? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe your standards are too high. There we are. Get the idea with that. And uh, it's, it's, but it's happened in the world of football now mm. to uh, AFC filed uh, substitute stadium announcer um, Liam Brown. Good afternoon, Liam. How you doing, guys? You okay? Yes, you uh, not too bad. Look, you know, it can happen to the best of us. Uh, don't, <laughs> don't beat yourself up. We'll uh, we'll handle it as delicately as we can. We'll point out basically um, some uh, some young kids uh, said their dad was blocked in in his white. Nissan Micra, any one four, A B J. Now that I I, I think uh, we get the idea, of course, and I think <laughs> most people would have uh, gone with that. Why would they? Young kids yeah. can't get home because their dad's blocked in, and we don't blame you. What I want to know though from Liam is when did you realise? Was it the minute it came out of your mouth, or was did people start laughing? When when did you realise that they they had you? The, the little urchin that came over and handed me the piece of paper was <laughs> so, he was so earnest that he looked at me and just said, oh, my dad's blocked in, can you please just read this out? I had a quick look over it, didn't see anything untoward. I mean, the worst bit about it after I read it out was it was about five minutes before I realised when the groundsman came over and said, mate, you're an idiot. He's got you <laughs> well and truly got you there. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh my God. And now the good thing, though, is the club, rather than ban them for life, in a sense of humour failure, yeah, they've, they've, you they've make, rewarded them. You, they've got a bit of a reward for it, haven't they? Yeah, I'm not sure I agree with it. I mean, I'd <laughs> probably uh, bring back corporal punishment in school or national service. Or <laughs> yeah. things like that. But the, the club have been pretty good with it. They've invited them in and given them free shirts and AFC file gear and things like that. I think the club are in a good mood because they just reached the first ever FA Trophy quarterfinal and the fourth in the league playing good football. So a bit happy times around there. So they uh, reacted well to it. And also the, the lads are season ticket holders at the club and you, you need to nurture that, don't you, as a club? So... <laughs> It's yeah. good that they've seen it, had a bit of a oh, sense it is, of con- it is concerning to what kind of people are turning to when they're yeah. a little bit older, but I thought it was very, very funny. I mean, so, yeah, ultimately, it's it's a bit of old school double entendre. There'll be a lot of people out there listening saying, I don't get it. Well, fine, you don't get it. So, yeah. um, But they're the people that do. Uh, you know, if they've got it, then it's not going to offend them, is it, you wouldn't think? 
No, no, of course not, no. I'm going to make sure I never get done with it again. I've been spending the last two days learning the NATO phonetic alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any more, uh, any more announcements like that, it'll be November Echo 1-4 Alpha Beta Juliet. Oh, well done. So, I, um, I wonder how the club tracked them down. because uh, you'd imagine Oh, there's they... a picture of them, isn't there? The kind of thumbs up they're giving. So oh. they, were, they were quite easy to find. Oh, I see. Yeah, I, I took that photograph. They came over to Gloss at the end of the game. Said, <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was nothing, at that point, there was nothing for it. others and to shake the hands and uh, and say fair play, you got me. Uh, they actually did get a video of it. If you go to the ASC file Twitter, yeah. um, one of the lads actually replied and uh, with a video of me reading it out. So you can all have a good laugh at that as well. Oh, no. I take it someone <laughs> somewhere has got that number plate, haven't they? Not necessarily on a Nissan Micra. I have no idea. Yeah. I'd be very interested to find out. Yeah, it must I mean, be worth quite a bit of money. It, it, it probably would be. Now, I do. I, we have the clips of the week every Friday on the show, and I'm given a list of names to read out. And oh yeah, you, people people don't trap, always trap you, yeah. put the right names in, and I'm, I'm, I'm sometimes I'm slightly worried that it could be a career ender. So you do have to be careful. I'm sure, Chris Moore's got me as well. Oh, he got you. Got you with a few corkers yeah. over the years. Yeah. Um, so you were the substitute. You were the stand-in. So how, what was the circumstances? Yeah. What found you doing this then? Yeah, well, I was standing for Brian, um, who's the normal announcer. I actually work for a championship club, who I'm not going to name because I don't want them associated with uh, my failures. Um, but I was just filling in for Brian, so the uh, only saving grace in this is that Brian's going to get all the blame. Uh, so everybody's <laughs> going to think he did it when he comes back on Saturday for the Chesterfield game. I, I worked at Chelsea at one time, and uh, Carly did the PA announcements there. When I'm going up to the, the control room where he would do his thing, announce the substitutes and stuff. And invariably, six, eight times a game, we'd get fake ones. Can you tell Fred Smith that his wife's just gone into labour? That was one. Yeah, and that's, people a, do, that's that, a classic. That's right. All, that one always comes up. People think, the trouble is, some, some lads uh, misses it or is going to go into labour one day and it's not going to get read out because no one will believe it. That's true. That's true. Uh, uh, the normal club I work at, we have minions to protect me from the cruelty of the outside world, but they tend to say just tell them to ring home and things like that rather than saying that your missus has gone into labour. Yeah. I wonder why that's still a staple. They're probably still trying it to this day. It's good mm. you're telling us they are. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, interesting. Fantastic. Well, look, good to talk to you. And uh, say, look, don't beat yourself up. I think we've all been there. And, uh, <laughs> and it's good to say, good that the club have, have, have uh, had a bit of a sense of humour about it. So thanks very much. Yeah. Definitely, it was very funny. There we are. Liam Brown there, AFC Files mm. uh, announcer, was sitting in for the regular man and, and got done. He certainly did. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. Andy, is there anything else you'd like to yes, say? Yes, I've got a, quite a bit of stuff to do. Did you okay. see, I don't know if you saw that photo of, of Vladimir Putin skiing. No, I didn't. Know. I bet he's a good skier, isn't a he? Tremendous. He won the combined downhill slalom and ski jump. Did he really? really? Honestly. All in one, all in all one, in go. one go. That is, that is how good he is. Yeah, well done to him. Uh, interesting piece, though, on Moscow. Um, not capitalising on the World Cup. Not really? really encouraging tourism. And this woman had been then saying, you know, as we made the point when we came back, you know, the visa thing is so difficult. Well, in the aftermath of the World Cup, until the end of 2018, if you you'd could gone go, in yeah. on a fan, uh, a kind of fan visa, 
and you'd had a ticket for the game, you could go you back could. into the country but again. But you can't but, now. It's, it's no. the same old thing. You've got to t- say where you've been for the last Although 10 we, years. Although, to be fair, we were told by Russians over there, yeah, you want to try and get into the UK. The amount of Russians who said to us, it's really hard to Roman Abramovich. No, but they said the same thing. I tried to come to England and I had to fill in about 30 forms. It was more complicated than getting to Russia. Yeah, no, it's difficult. It's not ideal for either country, really. But I'll tell you what, I would, as a kind of five days, you could... If you wanted to do Moscow and St. Petersburg, it, it's well worth it. It's worth jumping through the hoops. They're two amazing cities. Oh, no, fascinating. Wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't you recommend that? It's oh, so easy to get yeah. between no, the I two, would recommend it, it too. Yeah. Uh, our social media team are doing a very, very good thing. I was caught them at it before. They're, they're doing a How Red... Will Alan's face be? It's very when he good. Gets yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. I don't think they've gone red enough. <laughs> I said to him, get some Pantone colours up alongside it. One of them's just it's sensational. Yeah, actually, it's Alan, not, you, you can't have a face that colour. It's impossible. When Alan's not been away, um, he does get a bit rouge. When he has been away, he goes a good colour. I've oh. seen Alan with full tan when he comes back. Oh, he yeah. looked, he, it, it suits him. He looks good. So I imagine what? he'll come back looking. Uh, bronzed. Who doesn't look good with a tan? It looked bronzed and well. Most um, people, but not good, necessarily no? red. But uh, go and check that out. It's on. Uh, it's on Talk Sport. And uh, it doesn't exist. Uh, good old, oh, yeah. good old Jez. He's like our unofficial um, researcher. He's done this for. Thank you very much, Jez. He said it doesn't exist. I've looked it up as a registration number, and uh, oh, so I it's see. not available. Well, it wouldn't be. Yeah. Would it? <laughs> no, right. Thank you, Jez, for that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. From Talk Sport. I have found that original story with Sarah Cox. <laughs> we oh ought to clear goodness. it up after, after oh, all this. Well, no, I, we've got to clear it I've up. Got to be honest, look, Bill's feel, woken up. Look. I feel I could sleep tonight. He's much more interested in this than he was in VAR, I promise I you. I feel I could sleep tonight uh, <laughs> if I didn't know whether she is going to go into the roast potato sales okay. business. Go on then. Here's cut, the headline. I'll up. jack it in. Are for you pleased now? I'm looking at the producer. Are you pleased? <laughs> you pleased with yourself? <laughs> You'll see the point. Why yes, I apparently. I'll jack it in for a spud, was the headline. Yeah. Radio star Sarah Cox yeah, would yeah. love to set up a business selling roast potatoes from a van. Yeah. And then, of course, what she just says is, if things go wrong, I might have to start selling potatoes from a roast potato van. That's not quite the same as saying she'd love to, to do it. That's the difference. There okay. you go. Well, yeah, it's misinterpretation. You enjoyed that uh, episode of Notes and Clarifications. <laughs> and you can all sleep soundly tonight. <laughs> Yeah, and now the producer's saying, oh, you're late. Yeah, I wonder why that is. <laughs> uh, I'm having a word with him. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. There we are. That was uh, this afternoon's show. And uh, Sarah Cox, I think, is going to be joining us tomorrow to tell us about her new potato-based business. Mad, that was. Producer's fault. Yeah, That'll no. teach him. I think he did it on purpose to sabotage us. He's going to go into another show. He misses the days of spudgy like that. I think he'd, yeah. He's never heard of spudgy like, if you know. It was a kid's. I'm looking at the kids next door. This was a place where you could buy baked potatoes with filling. They were the kind of, uh, I don't know what, were you, they were the kind of Nando's of their day. Well, now they were more of a takeaway. It was massively popular. Yeah, you I could go and buy a filled thing. jacket potato. Yeah. Spadula cake. Does that feel nice? Sound nice, no? Feel nice. Not feel nice, obviously. Yeah, a bit of, you're a weird man. <laughs> I am, really. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow from one. Thanks for downloading us. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.